0: Welcome to Good News on Catholic Spirit Radio, a program for teens and almost teens to better understand that the gospel of Jesus Christ is relevant in their lives. And it's a place where your questions about faith and religion can be answered. And now... Here's your host, Deacon Al. Good evening and welcome to Good News. I'm Deacon Al. Speaking to you on Catholic Spirit Radio every Saturday and Sunday evening. Good news is all about the gospel of Jesus Christ. We look at the readings from this weekend's Mass, and we'll talk about how they apply to us in our in our everyday life. But there's more to do evangelization than just scripture. There's uh, there's personal habits and, and your personal actions in both private and public that's part of your evangelization. Study is also a big part of evangelization. You can't share what you don't have. And to that end, we have an in-studio guest this week, something we don't get to do very often, but I'm very happy to have a good friend of mine, Dave Liptak, join us. And Dave is the Director of Evangelization and Discipleship for Holy Trinity and Historic St. Patrick's Churches in Bloomington. Did I get the title right?
1: You you got the title right there. D- oh, email. very Thank good. You. good. Very you,
0: good. Good to have you here, Dave.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for, for having me.
0: I brought you in because you have done, in my opinion, such an exceptional job oh. With your outreach programs since you've uh, joined the staff at Trinity and, and at Historic St. Pat's, uh, some of the programs you've been able to bring in, the uh, the Eucharistic Miracles, you brought the Miracle Hunter from EWTN. <laughs> we had j- recently this great all-day event with none other than
1: uh, Doctors Scott Hahn and John Bergsma from the St. Paul Institute,
0: which was extremely successful. Uh, very, yes, very well much. received and a, and a wonderful presentation. I got to work in the parking lot, but I hear that the, <laughs> what was going on inside was even better. So thank you for doing that. Um, oh, we've had just so many great programs and a lot of good uh, courses being uh, being led. At historic St. Pat's and in Trinity, as well as you have counterparts at Epiphany and, and St. Mary's and other churches who also do a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. I think Catholic outreach uh, ministries are so important, and we have a new one. Something that's uh, we're, we're kind of the oh, we're the test grounds for this one, aren't we?
1: We are indeed. We are the litmus test, if you will, for the diocese of Peoria with uh, this particular um, evangel- uh, evangelization. Uh, experience as it's called
0: and a, and a lot of people are familiar with alpha mm-hmm. uh, i went i, I remember going <laughs> through alpha a few years back and thought it was a good program uh, but a lot of people felt that it had from a catholic perspective it it was wanting in some areas mm-hmm. and now we have a new program that that we're you're going to be testing at, at trinity and hsp uh, called christ life tell us about christ life well
1: um, a little story behind it uh, as you mentioned because of um, um, uh, Alpha, and I've gone through Alpha a number of times, hosted Alpha a number of times as well, um, and it's a wonderful outreach program. the The purpose, of course, is to try to bring people in, and introduce them to Christ, uh, Christianity, but um, it, it didn't uh, have any opportunities to go ahead and bring in, say, the uh, 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 sacraments or uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary or any number of uh, more Catholic uh, attributes. And uh, Father Sterneman, pastor at our parishes here, asked me to go ahead and look into and find something that would be more appropriate. And I uh, did my research and came across Christ Life. So, Christ Life, um, uh, an evangelization experience, as I mentioned before, uh, has, a, has a storied history, if you will, started in 95 uh, by a gentleman uh, named Dave Noter, a uh, Catholic layperson, actually, was inspired. Um, and uh, this was out of the Diocese of Baltimore, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, picked it up and started the development, got the blessing from the bishop. And uh, lo and behold, since 95, it's uh, gone out to over you know, 1,200 uh, parishes, different 40 different states, uh, 12 different countries, and uh, hundreds of thousands have participated in this uh, three-course uh, evangelization experience
0: called it's Christ Life. It's an amazing growth. I mean, when you think mm-hmm. about it, since 95, to, to grow to uh, so many parishes and so many countries. So it's obviously been been well-received. People who are familiar with Alpha's structure will be familiar with the structure of, uh, of Christ Life. There's a meal included. There's a video. There's discussion uh, so it has a very similar format, but it's a very effective format, and we see that actually we see the use of of a, of a meal and instruction and uh, socializing and discussion uh, throughout Scripture. So it's 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 a it's a pretty common method of of evangelization uh, because of its effectiveness, and this follows that same program, correct? You're, you're correct. Uh, the 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 um, consideration
1: of having a meal. Uh, as you brought it up, uh, historically speaking through scripture where people would sit down, you'd have conversation, you would share over a meal. Uh, having the meal itself is very calming. I don't want to say disarming to the extent, but people don't mind uh, sitting down, having a bite to eat, sharing a little bit, and having small talk. Right. Uh, and uh, in doing so, people get to be more comfortable over that particular effect. As if you were inviting someone into your home, you'd like to go ahead and say, I'm going to be invitational. Please sit down we're going to have some snacks first, and then we right. might have a dinner, and then whatever may be uh, on, online for uh, what you'd be serving at home, for instance. Similarly, uh, with Christ Life, we do the very same thing. We, we're looking at offering uh, a meal where people can get to know one another in a small group environment, uh, offering the educational aspect of it respectfully to the video Opening it up for discussion afterward and having prayer, so it's a. All in all, it's going to be a very, very good experience. I'm looking forward to uh, getting it off the ground. Um, uh, it's going to be exciting.
0: One of the things I really like <clears throat> about Christ's life is that it's not just a once and done kind of a thing. It's a. It's an ongoing process of evangelization mm-hmm. and and of study. So okay. it actually it's numerous. Is it courses within, like chapters within a course? Is that the way to look at That's it? That's probably a pretty good way of looking at it. The, uh, the, the, as I mentioned, Christ's
1: life in the umbrella is the experience, and then the the three parts or three courses, if you will, follow a uh, a, a learning curve, if uh, to, so to speak. So we kind of have to meet people uh, in the pews or elsewhere uh, in the introduction of Christ. Hence, the very first uh, course we're offering is uh, Discovering Christ. It's a seven-week course, offers a Saturday retreat, um, and that's where people actually get a chance to learn, understand who Christ is, uh, certainly within our faith. Uh, So you get step one, you got to know who he is.
0: So that's where we're at as far as what you're about to, uh, what you've developed and what you're about to present are these first seven courses, or first seven chapters of a three-course program. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. So, Let's get to the nitty gritty. Who's invited?
1: Well, uh, I've got a, a, a wide open schedule here when it comes to invitations. <laughs> that's always a that's always a double edged sword. Um, everyone is invited. Uh, I, awesome. I think that um, uh, I, I certainly often hear that I'm not I'm 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 kind of shy or quiet because I, I don't know much about the Bible or Scripture, and I'm kind of embarrassed. So that's why I don't go to these types of. Um, uh classes uh, that it'll be available. Well, it's for you. Uh but geez. I've been doing the Bible study for years, twenty twenty years whatever it is. I know all there is all there is to know. It's for you. Cool. Um I don't know anything about Christianity. Uh, I certainly don't know anything about Catholicism. It's for you. So it's uh it's a wide open door, it's an open invitation, and uh, I think uh, anywhere along your faith journey uh, the application certainly could be applied.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So mm-hmm. it's not just for these host parishes. It's mm-hmm. for any parish or, or any Christian denomination or even a non-Christian who wants to learn the facts about Christianity because I think we have a lot of um, non-educated or uneducated as far as faith education, uh, people from from various denominations or no denominations, the nuns, as as some of the folks mm-hmm. like to call them, N-O-N-E-S rather mm-hmm. than N-U-N-S. Right. Um, so this has something to feed everybody.
1: That's You're, you're exactly correct, uh, and hence the purpose behind it. Uh, the, um, uh, the nuance of having three parts, though, is what separates it from other programs that I was looking into. Uh, we had mentioned Alpha before, and that was a, I think it was a 12-week program, right. and afterward, you're pe- done. You were done. And, and you, you actually had people that wanted more. They had a very good experience with it. And uh, the small group in itself, the videos had meaning to them. But you were kind of left wanting. Mm-hmm. So uh, in this particular uh, experience, we go through Discovering Christ, as I mentioned, the seven-week course. You've got a break. And then we apply that into Following Christ. I won't go into it much because we want to go discover Christ first, um, but suffice it to say, once you go through yet another seven-week course of following Christ, we have another break, and then we're opportunity to go out now and to share Christ. Okay. And uh, that's what we're all called to do, as you're fully aware of, our great commission through our baptism, that we're, we're called to go out and spread the gospel of the Lord.
0: And a great model for this whole thing was was set for us by Christ himself, mm-hmm. who, who called people to his side to teach, and then sent them out, then used them as disciples, mm-hmm. or created disciples out of learners, mm-hmm. and then from there sent them out as apostles to spread. And so this follows that same three levels. So this, this first part, you're you're called and, and, the, and you discover who Christ mm-hmm. is, and then, and then the second part, you learn. You start mm-hmm. to develop as a follower. And then the third part, you go out and you share that. So it, it really follows a very Christ-like life which I I think is a beautiful part of this program. So Dave, big question now, what does it cost?
1: Well, uh, hold on to your hat here because uh, you may have to reach deep into your pocket. Uh, It just costs your time. Really? There's not a charge for this, uh, none whatsoever. Uh, We'll be offering it uh, on Monday evenings. I think we're starting on the 14th of October. So just two weeks away? Just a couple of weeks away. You're exactly right. Start at six o'clock. Uh, we'll open up with a, a prayer, a meal, uh, do our video, and come back for our
0: discussion. So but there's it, no cost to it. So it's friendly, it's open to everyone, and it's free.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, you, you hopefully, think... you shouldn't find too many people <laughs> that have object object yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. There's,
0: there's not much to say. I don't like that part. Yeah, and it's going to be held at historic St. Patrick's. At that's that's correct. At the, at the parish center there.
1: At the parish center, you're correct. Yeah,
0: that's right. a great facility. It is. It's, it's very, is nice very convenient thing. as yeah, well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so. oh, that's super. well, very excited for you. I, I, I look forward to being a part of this in in some form mm-hmm. uh, even if it's just to uh, to cook some food for some of the participants. <laughs> but I hope to be there and, and actually take part in some of these classes because' I'm, I'm very intrigued by it. Uh, there's a there's a wonderful brochure for people who who want a little more background information. Uh, there's a brochure that I believe is available online. That's correct. at uh, at hSP-ht. <laughs> dot org dot org hs hsp historic st patrick's dash ht holy trinity dot org Mm -hmm. and there'll be a link to christ's life that's correct and from there you can actually look at the this beautiful brochure you've put together with all the the facts on it but six o'clock october 14th historic st pat's no charge we feed you we introduce you to christ and we have some great fellowship that's correct what could go wrong with that? I, th-
1: I think we've got uh, a lot going for us in this respect, for sure. Uh, it depends on how good the meals are going to be, of course. Well, of course, <laughs> okay. we've, we've lined up some some uh, some wonderful guest, guest chefs, chefs. <laughs> as the case may be. So it was wonderful to go ahead, and and again, it, that's part of the ministry. If you're if you're a, a skilled uh, chef, cook, favorite meal, uh, we've had people step up, and that's been wonderful. We've got volunteers that are helping with uh, the kitchen help as well. Uh, set up and the like. So this uh, this ought to be a wonderful event for those who just want to come in and experience it for uh, for what it's meant to be.
0: Will they be able to regis- pre-register on online that at they the will. same website?
1: That they will. And and thanks for bringing it up again. Um, the registration will be online through the aforementioned uh, website. But you will also have more than just the uh, the trifold uh, brochure that we're looking at. the The entire website has been developed over the last uh, two three weeks for Christ's life uh, on the dashboard where you'll be able to delve into theirs as well. So there'll be oh. videos on the background. You'll have testimonials. You'll have all kinds of uh, additional information available for you on that website.
0: Speaking of testimonials, you've got some some great ones on this brochure, some, some really big hitters mm-hmm. have, that we have do. looked into this course and yeah. really like it.
1: Yep. Yep. And I think it's important. Uh, they come from a variety of backgrounds. Uh, you really can't uh, you can't knock when you get uh, Cardinal Timothy Dolan, uh, Archbishop of New York support, uh, certainly uh, uh, Archbishop Laurie from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, one of the best I like, and I subscribe to his, uh, his uh, emails that come in, is Dan Burke, founder and president of the Avila Institute for Spiritual Information. When he comes out and says there's no better evangelization program in the church than Christ's life. Nothing is even close. That's that's a amazing endorsement.
0: Well and, and Cardinal Dolan is is no small hitter no, here. No, and he's a he's a very he's a very picky guy about mm-hmm. what he supports. And he actually encourages the parishes of New York uh city to be involved in this and has what, like fifty parishes right. in New York representing exactly right. Christ's life. So right. this is this is a, a very Popular, talked about program, and it's and exciting to, to have it here in Bloomington Normal uh, and in the Catholic Spirit Radio listening area. I don't think anyone in our diocese is doing this yet, are they?
1: We'll be the first in our diocese. There are three parishes in the Joliet Diocese that are currently uh, running it. Okay, uh, I've had a pleasure of of talking to uh, 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 Father James, uh, who is currently with uh, Saint Denis Catholic Church in Lockport. He was formerly uh, up in Wheaton, Illinois. Uh, he was kind enough to go and say, we've been running this. This is a wonderful, uh, program that we can offer. And they do it cyclically every year. That's ongoing all the time. Okay. Yeah.
0: So even if you're not in the Bloomington normal area, uh, come into town on Monday, make a day yep. of it, do some shopping, do some sightseeing. Uh, we've got a great children's museum. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of great things to do here in town. And then in the evening you get your meal right and and a in a great program uh through Christ's life
1: that's correct that's correct we're looking to for looking forward to having a, a good group um we should be so blessed uh, we will have to limit it i haven't quite figured out exactly if it's going to be uh 60 70 people just by the nature of the hall sure. that we're trying to accommodate for uh, again this is our first um first dive into into Christ's life and discovering Christ. So uh, as we evolve, I'm sure that uh, we'll get better at it. It'll be more streamlined, and it'll be
0: even a better production. Great, yeah. and if you'd like to get Christ's Life uh, started in your parish, my suggestion would be give Dave a give few a weeks. <laughs> let, him, let him get a few sessions under his belt. Uh, call him like uh, right after Christmas, after we've completed this this first the first uh, one, yes, Dad. this first line of of courses, and I'm sure he'd be uh, happy to direct you on how to start Christ's Life in your parish. Uh, I, I it would be my pleasure. I'm here to yeah. serve. We will we will keep you and your. Uh, your entire evangelization ministry wonderful. in our prayers but especially uh success for Christ's life wonderful thank to you. it
1: thank you very much deacon allen i appreciate for it in,
0: david pleasure's in my thank you god bless god bless you uh, this sunday is the 26th sunday in ordinary time we are racing our way uh, up to advent which is really just a few weeks away the stores already have the christmas decorations up we're a month away from from halloween and the stores already have christmas decorations going so uh Christmas is here, like it or not. But let's let's look at this. Our our uh, first reading is going to be from uh, Ezekiel, from the prophet Ezekiel. Our second reading comes from Paul, uh, which is is uh, pretty common right now. And then our gospel is uh, going to be from oh, now I have to remember it's from Matthew. Yeah, we're still in cycle A, so it's still coming from Matthew. So let's uh, let's dive right in and see what we have here. So our first reading, as I say, is is from Ezekiel, and it says, Thus says the Lord, You say the Lord's way is not fair. Hear now, house of Israel, is it my way that is unfair, or rather are not your ways unfair? When someone virtuous turns away from virtue to commit iniquity and dies, it is, it, it is because of the iniquity he committed that he must die. But if he turns from the wickedness that he has committed and does what is right and just, he shall preserve his life since he has turned away from all the sins that he has committed. He shall surely live. He shall not die. And of course, when we talk about the death in this reading, we're talking about an eternal death, a, a, a death without life in Christ. That if you die in sin, you die completely. But if you die in virtue, if you die in, in a life in Christ, then Christ is assuring us that we will live forever uh, with God in heaven. And so Ezekiel is, is talking uh, again at, at, at the actual point of the writing. He's, he's talking to the tribes of Israel who continually turn away from God, come back to God, turn away from God, come back to God. And they do that like seven times during the, uh, during the course of the Old Testament. And here during Ezekiel times, they've turned away again because they say, God's not fair. He's, he's, he's hard. Boy, he's demanding. He's hard on us. And, is, and God is saying, who's actually the hard-hearted ones here? You know, I'm, I'm offering you everything. I've saved you over and over again. I've offered you salvation. And you keep turning away from me. And when you do that, bad things tend to happen to you. Is that my doing or is that your doing? And he's trying to wake up the, uh, the tribes of Israel to understand that, that they are their own worst enemies. And sometimes in life today, we tend to be our own worst enemies. We, we walk away from the virtues that Christ teaches us. And when we do, we walk right into trouble. And as we do that, we think, well, look at all the bad things on my life. Why does God do this to me? And that's really a backwards way of looking at that. And yet we do that so often. Why does God bring me these problems? What makes you think God did that? God never turned away from us. God has never walked away from us. It's always a matter of us turning our backs on God, just as the Israelites did. So that's, that's the, the direction that this first reading is preparing us to see uh, throughout the readings of, of the weekend. So in our second reading, which I've just misplaced, there we go, uh, which is uh, a letter from Paul to the uh, church in Philippi. And he writes, brothers and sisters, if there is any encouragement in Christ, any solace in love, any participation in the Spirit and compassion and mercy, complete my joy by being of the same mind with the same love, united in heart, thinking one thing, do nothing out of selfishness or out of vainglory. Rather, humbly regard others as more important than yourselves, each looking out not for your own interests, but also for those of others. Have in you the same attitude that is also in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped at. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness, and found human in appearance he humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name above every other name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord. So Paul's saying, if there's anything good going on in your life, stay with that. Persevere in that. And above all, put others before ourselves, just as Christ did. Remember that God could have come to, uh, to earth in many different ways. He didn't have to incarnate himself as, as man, as flesh. He could have just come in spirit as, as the ruler of the universe and forced us all into slavery into doing exactly what he wanted with no choice. He has that authority. He didn't do that. He could have come as some great king, some great ruler, over not just over the the Middle East. He could have come as ruler over all the earth. He chose not to do that. He could have come as some wealthy landowner or as someone who had great power over a, a city or a region or a country. He didn't do that. He came as a child born in a manger, in a stable. He came amid the lowest of the low, in great poverty. And he didn't come and, and rule over others. He came and served. He healed. He forgave. He gathered people together in, in a spirit of love and forgiveness and mercy. If you, if you look at other Gods throughout history, if you look at the, the gods of the Greek and Roman gods or, or even the, the Eastern uh, religions that have various gods uh, involved in them, they all have great power over things. They all have uh, they're, they're all responsible for what happens in our lives. And what controls our lives are controlled by God. The weather is controlled by God. Our decisions are controlled by another God. Our days and our nights are controlled by a different God. The winds are controlled by another God. And our God doesn't do any of that. He created, and then he stepped back and he said, what I've done is good. And the best thing I've done is create man and woman to live in harmony with everything else. So, everything i've created is made to work together for our good as god's greatest creations and we broke it basically over the years we 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 broke it we not only broke ourselves we broke our relationships with each other we broke our relationships with the nature that god created and in doing all that we've we've harmed our relationship with god in some cases we've we've only broken it in some case cases we've Eliminate it, devastated it completely. Uh, the numbers are growing of people who just plain don't believe—not just don't believe in our God, don't believe in anything. Uh, the, those numbers are getting larger, and the numbers of Christians are getting smaller. Um, now, that's happened before in in uh, in history, and it's bound to change at some point when. I don't know. Nobody does. I don't know what's going to change it, but I think personally I see change on the horizon. It's it's one of those things in life where it has to get not just worse before it has to get better, it has to bottom out. It has to get to a complete breaking point. Anyone who, who's ever fought an addiction and, and is still battling addiction, know that know that what it takes to admit to that addiction and change one's life is to hit rock bottom. And and I see faith as coming to that point where it's just going to become so broken that people are finally going to wake up and say, what have we done? Uh, the same way that we see in the history of, of the tribes of Israel. At some point, they would start to slowly edge away from God until Suddenly they looked around. And they said, "What have we done? Where have we gone? How could we've gotten so far away?" And at that moment, their faith just kind of explodes and and reignites, and suddenly they're they're in union with with God again. And that might last for hundreds of years, and then it would start to decay. And I think we're in that same kind of a that same kind of a rhythm that the that the Israelites went through. And we're not going to change until we see the very end of that. And that is what uh, we're going we talk about in today's gospel, which I am completely out of time for. So I'm going to invite you to you go to your you go to your bibles or your missalette or your app or whatever you you look at and look at the gospel according to Matthew chapter 21 starting at verse 28 and going to 32. It's a very short gospel but it's a very important one that talks about a very important lesson. God, uh, a man has two sons and he gives them both the same command. And one says, I'm not going to do it, but then he does. And another says, I'll do it. And he does not Which of them is closest to God? Which of them did what their father wanted? Are you doing what your father wants? Are you saying, okay, I'll do it and doing nothing? Or have you said, I'm not going to do that and let and yet you live a virtuous life. Which person do you think is closest to God, and who are you in this life? This is Deacon Al on Catholic Spirit Radio with good news, and we'll speak with you again next week. May God bless you, protect you from all evil, and bring you to everlasting life. Amen. You've been listening to Good News on Catholic Spirit Radio, a program for teens and almost teens to better understand that the gospel of Jesus Christ is relevant in your life. Submit your questions to Deacon Al at goodnews at catholicspiritradio.com. That's news at com. Deacon will answer your questions about faith and religion. Thank you for listening to Good News on Catholic Spirit Radio.